The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. After Jesus had cast out a demon, some of the people said, He cast out demons by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. Others to test him kept demanding from him a sign from heaven. But he knew what they were thinking and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself becomes a desert, and house falls on house. If Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out the demons by Beelzebub. Now if I cast out the demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your exorcists cast them out? Therefore they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out the demons, then the kingdom of God has come to you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his castle, his property is safe. But when one stronger than he attacks him and overpowers him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his plunder. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it wanders through waterless regions looking for a resting place, but not finding any, it says, I will return to my house from which I came. When it comes, it finds it swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits, more evil than itself, and they enter and live there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. The Gospel of the Lord. In today's Gospel, we find a situation that was evident in Jesus' day, that is also evident in our day. The religious leaders were jealous of Jesus. They knew he was encroaching into their power. They were attracting the people, and they knew Jesus was undermining them because Jesus had the truth which they were not living by, and so they wanted to destroy Jesus. Now, they couldn't very well deny the power of his miracles. They were evident nor could they engage Jesus in argument. So what they do is engage in character assassination, kill the character and the message gets destroyed. That was their modus operandi. Notice in today's culture, something very similar is going on. When sides are divided against themselves, rather than engage in argument, discussion, collaboration. There is also character assassination. It's called cancel culture. It's prevalent today and it's getting worse. Jesus has come to bring unity, not division. Unless we think we're somehow above all of this, we can participate in our own ways, smaller but yet also very destructive. And that is when we engage in talk that is slanderous, when we bring bad repute to others. That's why Jesus says in Matthew chapter 12, we will have to give an account for every careless word that comes out of our mouth. And James compares the untamed tongue to a raging fire that can spread destruction quickly. So that's what the Pharisees were doing. They were saying Jesus is in league with the devil. He is controlled by demons. That's how he has power. Therefore, don't follow him. We're called to build 
unity. Now we have a family of parishes, and there's always a temptation, depending on our own mood or someone that we're in contact with that we don't really see eye to eye, to also engage in this type of behavior, but it's destructive. And it can get a life of its own because once cutting hurtful words are said, they can never be taken back. We come to the first reading, the prophet Joel. This is one of the minor prophets. And in the first chapter of his book, he warns the people of what's called the day of the Lord. This is a very famous statement or phrase that's throughout the Old Testament prophetic literature and apocalyptic literature. And it refers to primarily the day of judgment. We know that to be the last coming of Christ, but it could also mean particular events in history that are a judgment. In Joel's case, the people of Israel had just experienced locusts destroying most of the crops in the area. And that's what he's referring to when he says there was no grain offering or drink offering because there was no grain. He also says, like the locust plague, blackness spread upon the mountains, a great and powerful army comes, like there has never been from of old, nor will be again. Now he's referring to the Babylonian invasion that will soon occur. So he's calling the people to repentance and to put on sackcloth and ashes, to fast, to call upon the name of the Lord. So that the day of judgment doesn't become something that's very dark and foreboding, but rather is illuminating, something to look forward to because justice will prevail. It's the same for us today. We need not be afraid of the end time judgment because of our present decisions we can make every day. So let us continue to ask God to forgive our sins, to fill us with the Holy Spirit, that we may become agents of unity and peace and love, especially in our family of Paris, as we have a golden opportunity to minister to all of Sarnia. And there's many hurting people. We're called to get involved. And one of the ways we can get involved is build each other up, think the best of each other, hold each other in our prayers, and then allow the Holy Spirit to work in our family. And then the Day of Judgment will be something marvelous. Let us pray.